accountability it's one of those things that when there's a direct consequence we're great at it such as tightening the girth and um, when that consequence is less than direct however ooh, we can be dodgy as riders and without it unfortunately we fail to progress Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to, well, create a plan for each ride and work forward with your horse in a way that's going to improve the overall conversation that's happening between you and your horse on a day-to-day basis. Each and every week we take a different topic to do a horse riding and we break it down into smaller little pieces that you can actually go and take and make it your own and then bring it with your horse so as you're being inspired on a daily basis and I feel that that's a large part of accountability by the way um, that you are not only inspiring yourself regularly or making sure that you're feeling inspired but doing the same for all the team members which of course means your horse as well that's a very very important part okay speaking all about accountability right now April 2019 if you're looking for a little extra accountability in your riding I'm going to suggest you pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join we have a special special on for the month of April um, and there is built-in accountability there for you if you're feeling that well the, the things are just sliding a little bit okay and um, we can help you out with that and as I said you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join for all the details about that but let's get back to today and today as I said I want to talk about how important it is to have accountability in your riding now the thing is all teams have to communicate okay and in all teams there's the there's feedback but I think as an equestrian sometimes um the lack of verbal feedback from the other team member your horse can sometimes lead us down the road that we can be inclined to be well less than accountable than what we would like okay and you know having the silent partner it's great in one way and then in some ways it can really and truly it can allow us to miss the mark where it when it comes to our actual riding okay so I just feel that that's really important and um, I also think that when it comes to horse riding and particularly when we're working alone it can be easy to well stretch the truth a little bit okay um it's easy to start reasoning things away and it's easy to start creating excuses as to why things aren't working or why things aren't going and today I want to talk about all of those things and what you can do about it so the first thing is and this is a fact it is usually easier to stay where you are okay and even if where you are maybe is not the greatest place in the world it's something that you recognize and that you feel comfortable within or where wherever that place is and even if as I said it's it's not a great place to be it it's just you know it's the status quo and we can sit there and we can sit in it but that is not in any way going to move you forward and it's really important to understand that when you begin to make changes in order to move forward in your riding and I'm not saying that you have to go competing that's not what I'm talking about at all um I just mean developing and building and deepening the conversation and the relationship between you and your horse when you begin to start making changes in that direction it's going to feel uncomfortable 
because it's different. And the thing is, the longer you stay in one place, the longer the status quo um, is happening. And, and that is the status quo, whatever is happening and whatever is going on the more uncomfortable it's going to feel when you actually do start to make the changes. And the thing is, the longer you've been stuck at a place or the longer you've decided to sit and rest at a place, well, probably the more you actually do need to start making changes. And it's just one of those things that you have to try and yuck, overcome and you have to try and, first of all, accept that that's how it's going to be and then move forward. Now, when we get stuck at a certain area, or in a certain, maybe a certain place on the progress map with our horse, it generally leads to things becoming a little bit worse. Now, years and years ago, and I'm sure you've heard this as well, um, I read somewhere that everything is either growing or it's dying. Now you're probably thinking, well now, Lorna, that is a bit extreme when it comes to horse riding, but it's not. Your skills as a rider are either getting better or they are deteriorating, okay? There is no sitting still. There is no same old, same old. So if you are not improving, well, my dear, you are going backwards. And that is the simple fact of how things work. And the reason it tends to go backwards, I find watching riders and having looked at riders and worked at riders, is because we begin to take shortcuts and we begin to cut corners. We begin to look for maybe easier ways of doing things. And that generally leads to a deterioration in the whole kind of picture that is you and your horse riding together. Okay. So rather than your riding being a pleasure each and every day, and maybe a challenging pleasure, but a pleasure nonetheless, it begins to become a little bit of an ordeal or it begins to become just really boring and mundane and same old, same old. And when things, when things, when that starts to happen and when things start to feel that way, well, we make it less of a priority in our life, okay? So it's really, really important that you understand that boredom, and just, I suppose, the same old, same old, doing the same thing day in and day out, it leads to mediocrity. And that mediocrity is definitely going to cap what you and your horse are, first of all, enjoying about each other's company. And secondly, it will result in things going backward and a deterioration in your relationship together. Okay, so what can we do? That, that was a very down, wasn't it? <laughs> It was. So let's spin it around. Let's let's get, get a little bit on the up and up here, okay? What can we do to start turning things around? Well, the most important thing you can do is make a commitment to start showing up for your team, okay? What is showing up? Showing up means that you do whatever has to be done, okay? And sometimes whatever has to be done is going to make you feel uncomfortable. It is going to push you out of your comfort zone. But it's really important as I find a leader, and you are the team leader, whether you like it or not, you are with your horse, okay? If your horse is dictating terms in each and every of your ride, but that's also not very enjoyable, okay? I'm going to also say it's not very safe. Um, so um, you are the team leader. You are the one who's going out each day. I'm sure if your horse had a choice, well, he probably wouldn't be ridden at all. Um, <laughs> particularly if you have no idea as to what you're doing each and every ride and it's very boring. Um, but yeah, it is really important that you are showing up. I would say that showing up starts with having a goal. And again, this has nothing to do with competing. It has nothing to do with winning stuff or accolades. This is just a goal to develop and improve your relationship, to deepen your relationship if you want. 
It can be a goal to do things better. It can be a goal to refine things. It can indeed be a goal to jump higher or travel further or whatever the case is. But it's really important to have a goal and then also to have a plan, a realistic plan in order to make that goal happen. Okay. Um, Now, a lot of riders will be working with a coach or a trainer, an instructor, and generally the coach, trainer, instructor person is going to be the one who's actually going to formulate that plan for you after the two of you have spoken and actually set your sights on a specific goal. And that's great. But for many other riders, well, they don't have that and they're working themselves. And maybe that's where you are, that you're doing things on your own. It's really important that you can actually sit down and start to formulate a plan that's going to work, first of all, but then showing up to actually implement the plan. Plans are all well and good, but if you're not going to implement it, well, it's not worth your time or effort formulating it to begin with. So what can you do if you don't have an instructor, coach, trainer person there to help you out? And maybe you are working on your own and you're finding that, well, accountability is one of those areas that's slipping. And I'm going to be honest, you're not alone. Eh? It is just so easy to tell ourselves stories when things begin to get uncomfortable that we don't do them anymore. And I would say most majority of people do it. So don't beat yourself up. It's just important that you maybe recognize this is happening and then begin to move forward from that. Um, what I would suggest first and foremost is you need to begin to look at ways that you can build in accountability, okay? So very often we think, oh, I need another equestrian, I need another rider to do that. You don't. You can have just a random person, okay, obviously somebody you know now, but um, you can have just a person, they don't have to be a horse person, they don't have to be a rider or an equestrian, and they can basically begin to hold you accountable, okay? So all this would be is that there is a certain time, there is a certain... Yeah, I, I think timeframes are important. There's a certain point in maybe each week, each month, depending on how you are going to do this for yourself, that you check in with that person or they check in with you, which is better off. And they basically find out if, well, you've done what you said you were going to do, okay? And I find that sometimes having a non-horse person actually works in your favor in this one because sometimes other horse people can be, well, sympathetic and we know how to structure an excuse, <laughs> so as uh, another horse person would go, oh yeah, definitely, like you couldn't ride then, sure, no way. Whereas a person who doesn't know anything about horses will often ask questions that maybe will make you f- begin to feel a little bit uncomfortable if you are, well, stretching things a little bit, okay? So that is one way. The other way you could do this is by joining Daily Strides Premium. As I've said earlier, What one of the things that we are including in this is Uh, basically an accountability program so somebody from my team a real life person is going to be getting in touch with you on a fortnightly basis first of all to help you this is not like to I don't know tell tales it's to help you it's to help that when things aren't working out okay what can we do to maybe mix things up a little to make some changes that are going to help you kind of get around this and only that to help keep you focused and on track each and every month in your writing which is so 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 important now of course you couple this with the weekly q and a's the monthly review and planning calls that we have these are all live calls um, and then of course the actual strides for success daily strides premium trainings themselves well you've got a little bit 
of a winning combination there that you and your horse can really and truly begin to have better conversations with each other. You can check it all out over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join. And you can also check out the post the the article for this actual episode um which i'll link to other um episodes that i've created and also other little bits and bobs that are going to help you with this if you are struggling with this particular thing in your writing um, and you can find that over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash episode 1091 okay i'm going to leave it at that for this week have a great one keep well and i'll chat to you soon be good bye